fry. Yay. Let's go. What are you so excited about? You know what? It's been a phenomenal week. We packed, I packed, you know, full week's worth of work into three days. So yep. there was some real mojo going, you know, needed the Gatorade and the, <laughs> the sweat towel, man. But uh, we got it going. I touched a lot of bases, spoke to a lot of people. I refuse to let people take their foot off the pedal because uh, we're going. Everybody else is uh, stopping on the road. I have a special shout out because there was a very cool call that I had yesterday. Okay. Sam Scheinbaum. Marcy's son Get out. reached out to me through LinkedIn. Hey, you know, I know you had a background in football. I'm kind of going through it. Would love to just get your perspective, right? Absolutely. So he, I that, gave him uh, is he playing at West Point? He's playing. So he's not playing at West Point. So he went to the Army prep school and then transferred to Grand Valley State, which is a really successful lower division program. But he okay. wants to go play at the division one level. And so he basically put it out there to me. He's like, look. I'm willing to do whatever it takes. Can you lay the roadmap out for me on what I should do to do to get there? And so we had like a 20 minute call, like a 15, 20 minute call where I kind of laid out what he needed to do. And he's going to follow up with me and like show me the stuff that he's going to send to the coaches. And it was a really cool conversation though. And it was awesome because, you know, Marcy told him to reach out to me. So it was great. Which is phenomenal because now that the next generation is connecting, you know, we're seeing a lot of that. You're seeing a lot of that. Jake is seeing a lot of that. But, uh, you know, I, I, it just validates what I tell people is just ask. Right. Someone who's done what you want to do and ask them. You know, it's just it seems fairly simple, maybe not easy because there is that bridge to get over. But, uh, you know, yeah, it's, it was really like I could feel his nerves. I could feel him trying to like position himself as worthy of asking and i was like dude just tell me what you want you know (laughs) even even my own nephew your cousin you know you know you know steven he was (laughs) i said dude what's with the formality man relax but but the reason i was so open to just giving him what he wanted is because of the way he came into me right like he sent me a message hey my mom marcy said to reach out like so i knew where he was coming from gladly accepted and i was open to helping because of the way that he came in asking so i think that's another really good point to make is that the way you approach it opens the door for the ask so that's so amazing too because what comes to my mind is there are people that ask but think that they know the answer already oh yeah oh yeah yeah oh yeah right I'm doing that. <laughs> yeah. when a kid says to me i'll do whatever it takes right you own me Right. <laughs> listen, right. just listen. You know, if you ask, listen, because a lot of oh, oh yeah, I'm doing that. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm gonna thank you. You know, yeah. no <laughs> but it's a funny Friday. It's a fantastic Friday. It's a finished Friday. But we don't do anything until we place a wake up.
you know, Lindsay's right, man. I own you, Steve. <laughs> I will do whatever it takes. So good for you. That is uh, very valid. So it's Friday. I got some fun stuff. I got, you know, really into words. I got some words we're going to talk about today in uh, 1901. The first Nobel Prize was given out. So we'll talk about that. But I do want to um, start with two names that I don't think people know. Do you know the name Kyle Bankert? So I know who he is only okay. because I follow the NFL. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to guess that nobody in the huddle knows who Kyle. Bankert. I would think not. I would, I would think, think not because you got to really know football. Really, you'd be following you, it closely you, to know. You don't have to know football. You got to know three yeah. layers deep in right. story. <laughs> but if you pay attention. These stories happen all the time. Been in the league 1,319 days, and, a, and on Sunday will be my first time suiting up for the game. Moral of the story, if you're a Green Bay fan, keep going. Moral of the story for anybody, anybody. right? Like, Well, you know, Green Bay, you'll get to see him on the field in a suit. You know, how many times along the way did someone say, dude, you should hang it up? Dude, you're just not making it. Hang it up. Not himself. Other people. And and, and and forget about other what other people are saying. The amount of work that goes in day in and day out, the film study, the working out, the nutrition, the treatment, and the rehab, and everything you have to do to keep yourself going for, I think that's over four years, that, that number that he threw out there, or three and a half years, or whatever that is to never even step on the field on game day, to never be in uniform, to only be working all of the time and never actually get the payday. Like you want to talk about grinding it out. You want to talk about keeping your nose to the grindstone and just trusting the process that it will work out at some point. Keep going. That's unbelievable. An unbelievable story. So shout out to him. Congratulations. I'm rooting that. Every Green Bay quarterback gets hurt, so he gets game time. <laughs> or they just win by enough that they put him in the game. So, um, okay. Um, second name, Aaron Feld. Anybody that know? One I don't know. Aaron Feld, what? I said that one I don't know. You don't know Aaron Feld. Yes, you do. We just talked about him. <laughs> yes, you do. Aaron Feld was or is now the new strength coach for the University of Miami. He comes from the University of Oregon. And we talk about using video to build your brand. Look at this dude laying it. Wait, go. Okay. Yeah, no, so you go ahead, show the video because then I want to talk about it. Good. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, did Coach Feld bring anything other than a purple and a black band to do guns? The 45 day challenge? On the island of Hawaii? The answer is no. No, I didn't. But did you hike an hour and a half across the ridge of a canyon to get to this rock in the middle of nowhere to do curls? I don't think so. You're sitting at home watching this video on your phone. You haven't done anything. Have you done the 45-day challenge today? Have you got 100 buys? Have you got 100 tries? Have you filled the sleeves? I didn't think so. So before you say anything about my form or about where I am or about the band I'm using, get out there and get 100 buys and 100 tries and get ready for the 2018 campaign. Get ready, man. That was three years ago that right. he did that. And right. I found him during that time. I found him when I was at, I think it was Nevada. And he was putting out unbelievable video content on Twitter 
about what they were doing in the weight room, not just fun stuff like that. He was promoting the kids. He was promoting their program and what they were doing. And that's when I was like, oh, they're doing something different in Oregon. Like this is a place. And so his brand has now transcended. There you go. And, and so you've got some of these strength coaches in the sport that have really transcended their role as a strength coach and become prominent names within the industry, which is really cool because I think that they're the most important staff member in the, in the entire football organization. So whether they were or they were not, my contention is anybody can share who they are and what they are Correct. and rise above you know, name me five other guys that are strength. You can't. Can't do it. He stood up and said, I'm going to get out there and I'm going to just share who I am. Now, you can tell what kind of personality that guy has, right? Yeah, a thousand percent. He's hilarious. I would love to have that guy in my huddle, love to work with him. He would inspire me. He would be over me going, you can do this lifting up higher. You know I mean? You could just feel that spirit, that energy. And when you decide to share it on this gigantic stage that we have, and, you know, still less than 5% of people in our profession are doing it or doing it right or doing it often. So right. I thought it was fun to do that. So uh, shout out to him. Um, Joseph Gonzalez did bring up a sad note, and we will talk about the, there's always good with bad. Demarius Thomas, if you remember him, a sad story at 33, had a seizure. He is no longer with us. And so uh, rest in peace, the whole NFL, the whole sports world. So reacting sad. to that. It's just uh, sad, sad, sad. But it just lets you know, you never know, man. You don't know what when your number is up. So live every day, live every minute like it's your fullest. So in that spirit and knowing that it's Friday funny, I want to pose a question, everybody. That is a very, very Serious question. Everybody in their life has made <laughs> this decision at one point or the other. It is really By the way, there is a right decision here. Right? Like, uh, important discussion. Toilet paper over or toilet paper under? And I gave Steve Edwards credit. Steve Edwards was on one of the eight speakers. Yeah, he was with us on night. on Wednesday night. Me and I had never, ever met face to face. But I walked up to him and I said, dude. Toilet paper over. I thought the guy was going to lose it. <laughs> yeah, I was in it. I did the poll, man. So, so Mark, my question to you is over, under? Over. The answer is over, and it's the right answer. Anybody who does under is doing it the wrong way. Like, there is a right and a wrong here, and there are people who are indifferent, and I'd almost prefer you be indifferent than try to tell me that under is the right way to do it. All right. I got a question for you. Okay. So I know it's over. I'm going to prove why it's over. It was patented to be over. We'll, sh we'll share that detail with you. But when you go to someone else's house and it's under, do you change it? If I'm in a public bathroom, I'll change Changing it. it. <laughs> I don't care where it is. If it's not over, I'm changing it. Cause it's wrong. It's wrong. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, oh, don't worry. You did this wrong. I'll fix it for you. <laughs> Look at Eddie Dykes. Of course, <laughs> over and folded. <laughs> Just you like it in the arrow? Or yeah. Right. <laughs> right. So here's the facts. Cause you got to do this in 1871. Oh no, Jamie Triple is on. Oh, there. but she's got a reason. She's got oh, a reason, which is really that. interesting. She that. has a cat which maybe this is a reason you shouldn't have a cat 
that will unroll the toilet paper so she does it under so it doesn't happen. She's got a reason for it, at least. So Eddie's right. You have to change it. Okay. Yeah. So if I'm in your house, Jamie, please invite me because the cat's going to have a field day. <laughs> <laughs> so the facts on this, in 1871, Albert Wheeler um, started the company, the Albany Perforated Wrapping Paper Company. And then a couple of years later, it was the Scott brothers who took the invention um, to uh, to the masses, but proponents say over overroll provides easier access to the free end of the toilet paper and minimizes the risk of knuckle on wall. Sure. <laughs> I do so, agree. So, you know, I thought that was kind of fun. I Similarly. Was- so that I, this is a similar question to you, right? Is paper towels. Do you pull from the left or the right? Does so I pull from the right. Um, really? It spins through. Yep. Wow. I yeah. pull from the left. It so, spins counterclockwise for me. Leave it to Jeff Bishop to say this is a shitty conversation. <laughs> yeah. Well done, Jeff. Well done. well done. Well done. So um, I don't know how you're feeling today, but I know that I am far from running out of gas. I feel stronger and stronger every day. Shay, give me some motivational music. Yeah, the brass band is so strong. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's good shit, man. So um, this day in 1901, the first Nobel Prize was awarded to the crowd. Who was the first Nobel Prize given to? There's no way I would have ever guessed this. Um, this was a tough one. This one was, uh, this is definitely a Jeopardy uh, question. You know, who is... Uh, so we'll let that one marinate for a while. So in 1888, uh, there were two Nobel brothers. One of them um, had his 
obituary written in the newspaper. And the fact was he hadn't died yet. He goes, oh, my God, this is a sign, whatever. And so he signed his last will and testament, giving the largest share of his fortune to a series of prizes, physics, chemistry, physiology, uh, literature, and peace. And so they give out all of these awards every year. And um, the question I have for you, Mark, because I know um, in football, there's a prize. Everybody's looking for the prize. They gave out awards last night. They gave out the player of the year award for those of you who didn't know who it was. Oh, yeah, it was Bryce Young from the University of Alabama. Who will also win the Heisman Trophy. Yes, he will. <laughs> the bet is you have to bet $3,000 to win 100 Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. So you, go, <laughs> so you might as well just take the yeah. three, make the 100 bucks. <laughs> They're just basically giving you 100 bucks. So right. you, you got to have the eggs to put up the 3000 3, Yeah. Uh, you know, but anyway, so I want to talk briefly because I, I really want to move on to the word. But, you know, we train people to get after the prize. What's some of the prizes in your life? Uh, it's all about the other, the other people are the prize in my life. When I see other people have success, like whether it was in coaching and it was my, whether it was in athletics and it was my players who I saw have success on a game day or overcome a class that they were struggling with. To me, it, all of the successes are the people in my life. It's my wife, it's my son, Kai, it's you guys, it's, everybody that if I'm able to somehow help somebody else be successful, it's the ultimate trophy. Interesting. Very nice. I think that's a wonderful answer for those that want to know who won the first Nobel peace prize. Nobody's even gotten close. It's not even close. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt, baby. Probably my second, my third favorite president of all time. Oh, if you just go deep on Teddy and the leadership lessons, Teddy's, Tons of good content there, but um, I want to talk about a word today that I know you exhibited when you went on stage. Lori Salarillo talks about it in her seeing the future. She talks about all the C's. I want to talk about the word confidence. Mm-hmm. So um, the question I have for you to tee this up is which comes first, confidence or success? Confidence. Okay, tell me why. Because confidence comes from preparation. Confidence comes from, and my favorite definition of confidence came from the tuna himself, Bill Parcells. Correct. And he, de- he defined it as displayed ability, meaning you have displayed to yourself the ability to do something over and over and over so that when the opportunity arises to do it, you have no doubt in your mind. Right. And, and, you know, I thank you so much to all of the feedback that I got from the presentation on Wednesday night. But make no mistake, I prepared my ass off for that. Like I was in the mirror giving the speech over and over and adjusting it and figuring out what my transitions were going to be like. There was a lot of work that went in to preparing for that. So there may have been some nerves prior to it, but I had confidence that I could step up there and do it, having never really done it in that kind of setting before. So confidence comes from having a belief that you'll figure it out or find a way. And it's, when we talk about trusting in the process, that's what leads to confidence. So does not mean that you control the outcome. 
Confidence has nothing to do with controlling the outcome or seeing that vision at all. It's just knowing that you did the preparation. The key to confidence, as I put it in my paperwork, confidence is a vision coupled with the execution of that vision. See it, do it. Know it, do it. Know it, do it. You know, it's that same practice all the time. People who are starting to use video they go, well, yeah, I'm, I'm not that confident in it. Well, you will. You've you done it enough. <laughs> it's, it's, it's my answer every single time. I just had a coaching call yesterday with somebody who is definitely lagging in the group of people to everybody else using video. And he said, you know, I'm really kicking myself in the ass now to get it done. I just still don't feel comfortable. And I was like, that's because you've done it an extraordinarily less amount of times than everybody else who's consistently using it now. If you'll just do it more, it'll get more comfortable to you. So <clears throat> I just had this conversation also um, that there's two kinds of mindset. There's trusting and training, you know, so, you know, use this analogy. Guy gets up to, you know, gets in the game with a minute left, Brady, you know, yep. he's not thinking about training. Man. <laughs> he's already been there, done it. He's played it. He's trusting that he did the right amount of work in the two minute drill, in the mindset, in the film, in his health, in his body to do that. So this idea of trust versus training, training is key, but there is a time to put the training out of your mind, quit questioning and just doing. Yeah. And that trusting mindset. And that's so for the leaders out there or the other coaches out there that are coaching something and not getting the actual application or are not getting the adoption from the people, they probably don't trust the fact that it's going to work. So they may trust you, but they may not trust what you're actually telling them. So for me, whenever I took over a new organization or I came in with a new group of players, I made sure that once I showed them what I was going to ask them to do, I made sure I showed them the product. If you do this, here's what you will get. Let me show you an example of the success and how this has worked before to help build that trust to get them to implement the things I needed them to do. You know, so, you know, when you're in the moment, when you got up on stage, wasn't a time to think about how you're prepared and what to do. That in itself creates doubt. Uh, you know, when you're in the training mode, that's when someone's critiquing you. Hey, do this, do that. When you're doing it, it's over. When you got up there, it was full on. No more doubt, no more criticism, no more nothing. This is what you got. And I, it, it, I, I almost, it's almost like blacking out. Right. Like I'm not, I, I'm so focused on where I am and what I'm doing that I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just allowing what I've prepared and how I've trained to just take over, not think. And, and that's really, you know, when we had coach wants that speak at the Super Bowl event a few years ago. And he said, you know, um, what was it? Uh, something about fast feet. How did, how did he, how did he say it? Uh, clear mind, clear fast. mind, fast feet, right? right? Clear mind means that you don't have to think about what you trained and well, what you're right. about to do. Well, you right. have a clear mind. All you have to do is see and react and do and if you're not practicing, if you're not putting in the preparation, it's impossible to have a clear mind. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, what a nice way to end the week with confidence that we did the work, that we prepared, we got the results we wanted. 
But even if we didn't, we know that we left it on the field. So for those who are thinking about taking off for the weekend, don't. (laughs) (laughs) The grind includes Saturday and Sunday. Get out there. Think it. Believe it. Do it. We'll see you live Monday morning. Till then, let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. Friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business. Let's get down, let's get down to business. Give you one more night, one more night to get this. We've